Hello and welcome to the Pixel Swim Podcast, episode 85. I am Steve Harnick, your host, and this is the podcast where I take a dive into my personal journey through design and technology and where they meet, plus other tidbits I find interesting. This episode is being recorded and released on Thursday, September 19th, 2019. Visit pixelswim.com for all of the show notes and social links if you want to follow along or leave any feedback or anything like that. It's always appreciated. So with that said, let's dive into our weekly feedback notes and links. Uh, not, again, not sure how long this episode will be. It's been a little bit shorter lately, just, uh, you know, time constraints and and stuff like that. But uh, either way, let's... Uh, the first note I have here is that the Bears did win this last weekend, <laughs> the Chicago Bears of the National Football League here in the U.S. That uh, was a bit of a thrilling ending to the game. I'm happy to report that the Bears came out on top in the very last second. But uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Mike Latore, <laughs> who uh, they beat the Denver Broncos, which is Mike's team out there in Colorado. So uh, yeah, I was uh, happy to, to see that for the Bears. <laughs> it would have been very bad to go 0-2 to start the season. But either way, let's move on to feedback from episode 84 of the podcast last episode. Uh, again, uh, first on Twitter, uh, Mike Latore and I kind of went back and forth during the uh, Bears game, ne- near the end of the Bears game, uh, Bears-Broncos game about because uh, it was kind of a roller coaster ending so we both uh, I think it was an enjoyable game to watch overall but and yeah I'm sorry if Mike if you're not listening anymore I can understand but uh, <laughs> either way thank you uh, for reaching out on Twitter during that trying time but uh, either way thanks to Ted Salmon who reached out on MeWe after the last episode and he said you might get better results with the Samsung Go and that's the microphone if you don't clip it to your laptop I always kept it away from everything electron anything electronic and usually sat it on a biscuit barrel but it can be clipped to anything really or placed on a mini tripod using the whole using the hole though check the the thread as it's not standard quarter inch one it's an audio gear standard 5 8 inch or something like that so yeah thanks ted for reaching out uh, with some tips about using the samson microphone and i think uh, last time i I just set it up as uh, kind of, I called it the default uh, setup for the Samsung Go microphone, but I think it, uh, mostly because it's uh, it's kind of how they have it set up on the website and the, all the product images, so I thought, why not start there? And uh, yeah, it wasn't too bad. Some people did say that they... Uh, that the feedback or the uh, the audio did sound good. Oh, and also thanks to Simon Knobs who reached out about the the sound and said it sounded good as well. And I think my dad actually texted me as well and said it sounded nice and clear. So uh, that was good. Uh, I know it can be just a little bit better. So I do have it set up differently this time. I got it propped up in front of my face, uh, sitting on top of kind of a uh, plastic Tupperware type thing. Uh, but uh, yeah, hopefully it'll sound even even better. But uh, we'll see how it goes. But uh, yeah, thanks, Ted, for reaching out on MeWe, and thanks to everybody for their feedback this week. And that's going to bring us into another short version of the LG G6 Weekly Report. Welcome to the LG G6 Weekly Report. All right, so uh, I'm basically, I'm still using the Moto X4. The LG G6 is sitting on the sidelines right now, kind of how the Moto X4 was for a long time. I'm not 100% sure when I'll be going back to the LG G6, but I still have it. So that counts as still having it, uh, even though this Moto X4 kind of ruined uh, the the whole thing, I guess. But uh, 
yeah, so I'm still going to do the report because who knows when I'm going to throw my sim back in there. And I just want to make sure that I, that I keep myself accountable for using it and for uh, keeping tabs on it. But uh, and of course, as as you may know already, I've gone through a lot <laughs> with fixing that device. And uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's it's one to to keep on hand for now. Uh, we'll see if if it comes back into the rotation or not. But really, that's it for this week's LG G6 weekly report. All right, so I just wanted to feedback real quick on the Soda Pop speaker. I don't have anything new to report <laughs> on that. I haven't had a chance to do much else with it. Uh, except for play a little bit of music, a little bit of podcasts. Uh, the battery life seems to be pretty good so far. And uh, other than that, I can't uh, report too much. I haven't, like I said, I haven't had a whole bunch of time to, to play with it yet. So yeah, um, anyway, moving on in the notes here. The next thing is I have been actually trying to fix a Raspberry Pi. <laughs> so it's been kind of an interesting tech week uh, as far as not stuff that's not necessarily my tech, but uh, that I've been lending a helping hand with. Uh, so I, like I said, I've been trying to fix a Raspberry Pi. And it's actually, to be more specific, it is a retro Pi. Uh, if you're not sure what that is, basically it's a, a game controller friendly OS for the Raspberry Pi that has a whole bunch of game emulators uh, for a lot of different game uh, video game consoles. Uh, so a lot, and they call it retro because in general you can put uh, Atari, NES, SNES, Sega Genesis, all those types of games on there in ROM form, which you can find the games around the internet, you know, some in different places on the internet to play, uh, play them through these emulators on this retro pie. Uh, OS, uh, which is, I think it's just built off of Ras uh, Raspbian. I don't know if it is or not. That could be inaccurate. But either way, I have a family member who uh, bought one of the a whole setup with this, uh, with a bunch of games pre-installed on a 16 gigabyte micro SD card uh, on this Raspberry Pi. Uh, basically, that's the hard drive, and what it runs off of is that micro SD. And so uh, the I guess the whole package came with a controller, which is kind of an SNES style, uh, Super Nintendo. And uh, it came with the Raspberry Pi in a case, in a nice little plastic case. It came with a power cord that has an on-off switch on it, on the cord itself. And it came, which is, uh, it's actually a micro SD card power supply, or micro SD card. Ah, <laughs> uh, micro USB power supply. So... Uh, and also came with an HDMI cable. So they got the whole setup. Uh, basically, uh, something that you can build yourself, but people sell them online uh, completely bundled uh, with all the games and OS and everything installed and ready to go. But uh, the, unfortunately, the RetroPie started to throw an error. They were going to show me uh, how it all worked uh, this last weekend, and uh, there was an error when it was booting up. And so they didn't necessarily have time to... Uh, go through and try and fix things. So I said I would, you know, take a look at it, see what I could do. Uh, and, and what I could figure after doing a little bit of research was that the error could be from an update uh, that was going on on the device, or it could be uh, from not properly shutting down the uh, RetroPie OS that's on, that's on this Raspberry Pi. And I think the, the part of the issue with the the power cord that came with it is that it does have that on off button on it 
and it makes it very easy to turn the power on and off to the device without actually properly shutting down the RetroPie OS, which there is a way to do that in the system uh, settings. So uh, again, most of this RetroPie OS can be controlled with the game controller, so you don't need to plug in a keyboard or mouse uh, to do most of everything on there other than uh, connect to Wi-Fi and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, uh, I tried a few things to resolve the error that I was seeing on the boot up, uh, but they just, uh, none of it worked. <laughs> I did quite a few things. And uh, so I just decided to set up another SD card that I had, micro SD card, uh, with a fresh install of RetroPie, and that loaded up nice and easy. Uh, to, and also to note, I don't think there was anything wrong with the uh, SD card that would, came with this uh, game setup, uh, RetroPie setup. Uh, because it still could be read by the PC and it could be easily formatted and probably used again. But I didn't want to uh, reformat it or do anything if I could potentially get it back up and running as it was. But uh, So that's kind of why I went to a setup on another micro SD card with uh, RetroPie. So, and then I went on and found some ROM packs uh, online. Basically the ROM packs are just... Uh, you know, big zip archive of the games that you can play via the emulators on RetroPie. So I've, I've found uh, one of those to download. You can find them. It's kind of nice because you can find them in the configuration of the size of your micro SD card because these are specifically for, these are packages for the RetroPie. So at the new, the new, uh, SD card that I put in there was 32 gigabytes and not 16, so I was able to find a bigger pack of games to, to put on there. And so I put those all on there. I put most of them back on there, and uh, everything's running. So I got the, it's a pretty easy setup. Um, I thought it would be a lot more difficult to get it going again, but uh, the, the crazy thing is you can't necessarily put the the games directly onto the SD card. You have to connect to the RetroPie through the your network your home network so you have to be connected to the same wi-fi but it's actually pretty easy to get up and going uh so yeah i've got it back up and running and i'm just going to make sure that i've got all of the games that uh, the the original owner <laughs> want likes to play so i'm going to make sure i get all those installed as well and he said to take my time and you know maybe play play with it a little bit so i'm definitely going to do that i was playing some uh, inspector gadget game on uh i think it was on snes uh, that I actually played a long time ago. So uh, I don't think that was part of my video game roundup <laughs> a few months ago or whatever. But uh, yeah, uh, it's a pretty cool setup. It's, if, if you have a chance to check out RetroPie, you got a, a, a Raspberry Pi sitting around. It's a, kind of a cool thing to do. You, you will have to buy a USB controller, but you can get any kind that you really want. Uh, any style, I should say. Like I said, the one that's on this one is an SNES controller. Uh, but I see that a lot of people use like the PlayStation 1 style or, or and stuff like that. Uh, so anything that's USB. Uh, and basically when you go through the setup of RetroPie, it uh, sets it lets you define what each button is. So uh, you, it's you know you basically can use almost any any controller and it recognizes almost any USB controller uh, from what I've read. So uh, kind of a cool thing, uh, something. Uh, I've always wanted to get a, a Raspberry Pi to play around with, and maybe this has kind of sparked a, an interest in getting getting one and you know playing around with it. So I do have to give this one back at some point. I uh, said no rush, but uh, you know I'd like to 
like them to have it back but uh at some point soon but yeah so that's my my short experience so far with the retro pi uh, raspberry pi os so yeah check that out in the show notes there'll be a link to that and uh at the website where i got all the pack the rom packs and the thing about those rom packs when i put the link in the show notes is that it actually downloads i believe it 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 was an entire image to flash onto the sd card and so essentially you just flashed the entire image 32 gigabyte image or 29.7 you know because that's what's actually available on the card and uh, flashes it for you and it's supposed to have the the RetroPie os set up on there uh, but the one the image that i downloaded the 32 gigabyte one was not uh, it did not boot into the image it seemed like it didn't want to so either way i was able to extract all of the roms at least from that image <laughs> which is all the games and then put that onto the normal fresh install of RetroPie. but uh yeah again it's, it's cool to look into if you can look into RetroPie, uh it's definitely worth worth it if you're if you want to, you know, kind of have a, a throwback and, and play some some games, you know, uh, from from different game systems over the years. So uh, check out the note, show notes for all of those links. All right. So the last note that I have here for is that I actually, again, talking about other people's tech around me in the family, etc. I'm um, actually hopefully I'm going to be helping somebody a family member with their aging Galaxy S7. So they have a Galaxy S7, I believe it's the T-Mobile variant here in the US, uh, but they've actually haven't been having quite a bit of issues lately. Uh, they've had the phone for about three years now. It is uh, three years old, and I saw that it came out in March of 2011, uh, damn, 2011 March of 2016. So three and a half years old. So it's, you know, it's getting up there. And I know that they use it daily and, uh, you know, use Facebook and take pictures and they use it, you know, it's a very much used device. So uh, they did mention that they've installed all of their updates in a timely manner, which uh, I think could be part of the problem why the, the phone's having is acting kind of buggy and having issues uh, with phone calls and texts and just in general, I'm sure it's probably running pretty slow at this point, uh, considering that it's probably never been factory reset or anything to that effect uh, since day one. But uh, either way, uh, uh, basically, there's kind of a couple options with the device that I'm, I'm trying to assert myself. I actually haven't had a chance to get my hands on the device yet, but they just reached out about it. Uh, and so I said, of course, you know, try and help and get it back up and running, maybe breathe some life into it. Uh, so basically to save the phone, because there's two options, you could save the phone or, you know, start looking for a new one. And I can help them with that as well. Uh, but to save the phone itself and, and keep it up and running, essentially, uh, I think I would just back everything up on it, uh, do a factory reset and, uh, you know, go through the process of getting everything set back up on there but I believe that it would probably be a good idea to install the new battery and if you know anything as of recent uh, I am very comfortable taking the the glass off the back of these uh, devices to, to install a new battery I did look up the Galaxy S7 battery replacement guide and it is very similar to the LG G6 which I have lovingly opened a few times so uh, something I'd be very comfortable doing is uh, swapping in a new battery there which I think would probably help quite a bit as well I'm sure battery life is uh, has been 
probably not very good on this device. Again, I haven't had my hands on with it, but I will, uh, I'm just taking a guess, you know, based on experience and, and watching, you know, uh, other people repair things and you just kind of know it's probably going to be a necessity to do that type of thing. But uh, they do, they may need to start looking for a new device, you know, if this one's maybe too far gone for their, you know, I don't know what their budget is. I don't know if they have, uh, you know, a plan for if they want to get a new device or not, but uh, they may look, uh, need to look for a new device, uh, depending on how all this goes. So uh, the, this person has been using a Samsung since the Galaxy S3, and I say that, <laughs> but uh the thing is, is they jumped from the Galaxy S3 to the Galaxy S7. So they skipped about four generations there uh, because they used their device day in, day out for years. Obviously, they've been using it for three years now. And uh, it, it, that's just how their use case. And they're kind of in the Samsung ecosystem. They also have a Samsung tablet that they like to use uh, because it, it does, you know, functionality does uh, nicely play across those devices. Uh, so I probably would stay in the Samsung family for their sake, you know, just to make sure that the, you know, the exp they're not, there shouldn't really there's no it's not necessary to have a big learning curve in a different variant of Android. I know there's not a lot of difference, but uh, obviously Samsung adds on the most stuff. So uh, I think that they would probably just be better off with another Samsung phone if it came to it. So I think that would probably be the best idea. It's kind of, you know, if somebody's using an iPhone, then you probably want to keep them on an iPhone kind of a thing. Uh, and I think the same kind of goes with Samsung devices. I think people, I think especially this person has become kind of ingrained in that ecosystem and probably likes it. You know, I think that they, that's part of why they use the device for so long. But uh, I'm hoping I can get it back up and running. That'd be great if it could breathe a little life into it. I believe it has the Snapdragon 820 in it. Not sure what version of Android it's running, but uh, yeah, I, I honestly I can't wait to, to to try and get my hands on this and and see what we can do. Uh, even if they end up getting a new device, I might buy it off of them, depending on how how you know what shape this thing is in. So, but uh, I'm also kind of guessing that it's probably filled up. Um, I'm guessing the phone is filled to the gills <laughs> with. Uh, with files of all sorts, uh, you know, pictures and, and just cache and, and things uh, from the different apps that are on there over time. So that's, uh, yeah, one of those things I'm, I'm sure there's a lot that can be done to breathe a little life back into it, especially swapping out the battery and doing a factory reset. I think those are the two biggest things uh, that could, you know, keep that thing going, especially because I have the LG G6 and... It uh, has the Snapdragon 821 in it, and it still runs pretty well uh, on Oreo uh, in 2019. So, I, you know, with that in mind, I think it there it could be salvageable, but we'll see. I'll report back once I uh, get hands on with that and uh, kind of assess it as it is. So, yeah, but I thought I would just talk about it a little bit because, um, you know, the repairing of, of phones has been kind of a, a thing for me lately, uh, kind of a thing that I really enjoy doing, uh, especially the G6. I don't know if I expressed it in, in past episodes, but I thought I, I get a lot, it's a lot of fun for me when I do that kind of thing. Very satisfying. I think I did say that, but, uh, it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's cool. I like to, to open those things up and see what's inside and be able to fix them and, and keep them running. Uh, that's kind of my mentality is, 
to use devices uh, as long as they can, you know, as long as as is bearable. So if it's uh, too unbearable, even after doing all these things on that S7, then it's probably just time to go, you know, to the recycle recycle bin or whatever, you know, turn it in for recycling, which I actually do at uh, Best Buy here in the U.S. They have a, a, a recycling program taking a bunch of electronics to recycle there. Who knows where those end up, but uh, I did my part, so either way. All right, so let's wrap things up here on episode 85 of the podcast. Let me know how it sounded this time uh, with the microphone much closer to my face. I'd say about it's probably about eight inches away uh, before it was probably uh, a foot and a half away. So um, I'm guessing it'll sound better, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> but uh, either way, thanks for tuning in to episode 85. Tune in next week for episode 86, where we'll, I don't even know what we'll be talking about. These two tech things that I talked about this week are uh, kind of sprung out of nowhere. So you never know what you're going to get <laughs> here on the Pixel Swim podcast, much like uh much like life and you know, being a box of chocolates and all that. But uh, either way, thanks for tuning in. Have a great afternoon or evening or summer or fall or summer or fall, whatever the weather decides to do in your area when you're listening to this. So thanks again and Godspeed. speed.